the copyright notice, copyright 2023 by Aquatic PD, all rights reserved, no part of this publication may be reproduced or distributed or transmitted in any form or by any means without disclaimer. The information provided in this podcast is for general information purposes only. While every effort has been made to ensure the accuracy and completeness of the contents of this podcast, Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck and the publisher disclaim all liability in connection with any actions taken based on the information contained here within. The advice and strategies presented in this podcast may not be suitable for every individual and they should not be considered as professional or legal advice. It is recommended that you consult with a qualified professional for any specific concerns or questions you may have. Neither Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck, nor the publisher shall be held responsible for any loss or damages, whether incidental, consequential or otherwise, arising from the use or reliance upon the information presented in this podcast. Contact information for any inquiries regarding permissions please contact Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck at 53 Kevin Drive, Hidden Valley, Australia, Queensland, the Aquatic PD podcast where we take you on an innovative journey developing aquatic professionals from beginners to experts. This podcast is sponsored by AquaticPD.com. Dive into the world of aquatic education and professional development with Aquatic PD, your go-to resource for enriching and empowering swimming instructors and aquatic professionals. Hey team, welcome back to the third episode in the mini-series Achieving Excellence in Swimming Instruction. Now today in this episode we are going to talk about crucial aspects of swim teaching, safety and preparedness skills. So as seasoned instructors know, safety is paramount in our profession. It's not just a requirement, but a fundamental commitment to our swimmers' well-being. An exceptional instructor is one who is not only well-versed in the safety procedures, but also holds qualifications in CPR and, where possible, first aid. These qualifications ensure that the swimming instructor is prepared for any situation, from minor scrapes to major serious emergencies. This level of preparedness not only instills confidence in your swimmers and their families, but also maintains a secure and comfortable learning environment for your swimmers. Throughout this episode, we'll explore the essential components of safety, from pre-lesson environment assessments to maintaining constant vigilance over your swimmers. So remember, creating a safe learning environment is not just about following procedures, it's about establishing trust and fostering confidence between you, your swimmers, 
and their families. So let's dive in and have a talk about our first topic, safety and emergency preparedness. So as we said, safety is a non-negotiable in swim teaching. An exceptional instructor is well-versed in safety procedures and is trained in CPR and in some facilities trained in first aid as well. Being prepared for any emergency from a minor scrape to a more serious situation ensures that your swimmers are always safe in your hands and their parents and caregivers have confidence in you and your ability to teach in a facility and that you always maintain a comfortable and secure learning environment. To always ensure a safe learning environment, instructors should assess the swimming environment before every lesson by checking for hazards, ensuring appropriate water depth, and inspecting the equipment for any defects. Instructors must hold valid certifications in their teaching field and at least a CPR qualification. Holding your first aid qualification is also recommended but not needed in Australia to qualify as a swimming instructor. Regular training, upskilling and recertification courses are essential to stay up to date on industry best practices and new life-saving techniques. These skills can make a crucial difference in emergency situations and swimming instructors with CPR and first aid training can provide immediate care while waiting for the professional medical help to arrive. This prompt response significantly increases the chances of a positive outcome and helps your swimmers and their, and their families feel safe around the water and your facility. So to establish a safe learning environment, instructors should communicate clear and concise rules on a consistent basis, making sure every swimmer in their class understands the swimmer's role and responsibility. So it's not just the teacher that has roles and responsibility, it's also the swimmer. These rules may include areas where diving is allowed and not allowed, our guidelines for safe play, making sure swimmers are listening, and emergency procedures. Instructors must maintain constant vigilance over their swimmers always. During activities, position yourself in a way that you can see every swimmer in the class while also being close to the swimmer that needs the most help in that activity. So this may change in different activities if it's a different swimmer that needs help. What you need to do, though, is make sure you're with the swimmer that needs the most help, but you can maintain eye contact on all the swimmers in that class during that activity and throughout the lesson so everyone gets the opportunity to do the skill and you are prepared to help those as soon as they need it. Instructors should ensure that the size of the group is manageable and allows for adequate supervision. The ratio of instructors to swimmers should comply with safety recommendations and if you're not comfortable with the ratio of swimmers in your class, you need to speak with your management to find alternative options. Grouping swimmers based on age and skill level ensures that they are paired with others of similar abilities, which reduces the likelihood of accidents or incidents happening. And your swim school must have a well-defined emergency action plan, which is known by all staff, and they should have maps showing the evacuation routes must be displayed around the swim school. This action plan needs to include in detail the steps to take in various emergency situations, including a drowning, any injuries or a sudden illness. All instructors need to be well versed in record keeping around incidents, accidents or injuries during lessons 
as well as record keeping of swimmers' progress in classes. Even in the most secure learning environment, learners can get into trouble due to the dangers of water and the unpredictability of children. Instructors need to make sure they are well versed in recognising the signs of drowning and implementing rescue techniques such as such as reaching to assist or using flotation devices. While maintaining the swimmer's safety is paramount, instructors need to make sure they are looking after their own health and well-being too. By prioritising your own health and well-being, you not only make sure you are fit to work, but you're also protecting your swimmer's health as well. So you're not passing on bugs and germs, but they're also not passing them on to you as well. So making sure you're getting enough sleep, you're eating right, you're trying to reduce the environments where you're going to be spreading and sharing bugs. There's really great opportunities to make sure that you're keeping yourself healthy and well as well, reducing burnout, reducing stress and things like that around your personal life as well really helps to protect yourself, your own health and your well-being as well as the well-being of your swimmers. By prioritising safety and emergency preparedness, swimming instructors create a secure environment that allows swimmers to learn and progress with confidence. Regular practice of safety protocols and online education are key components in ensuring the well-being of all participants. Lastly, I just wanted to mention that instructors need to be prepared to handle challenging behaviours or non-compliance from swimmers in a way that maintains a safe and respectful learning environment. Refer to your swim school behaviour policies for guidance and ask your swim school management for advice around managing your swimmer's behaviour if you have any issues. So next we're going to be talking about reading the subtle body language cues from your swimmers but also understanding the body language cues that you put out as a swim instructor. So your swimmers learn through observation and they have a knack for picking up subtle body language cues that you give off. So it's important to be aware of your own body language while teaching and moving around your facility. Nonverbal communication plays a significant role in building connections. You need to pay attention to your posture, your facial expressions and the eye contact you give. Project an open and approachable manner and be mindful of any unintentional signals that may hinder effective communication. Positive nonverbal communication reinforces the connection that you're trying to establish with your swimmers and their families. During a swimming lesson, you can use nonverbal cues such as demonstrations, gestures, whistles, or sign language to reinforce your instructions and the swimmer's understanding of an activity that you're doing. These nonverbal cues help enhance your connection with your swimmers during the lessons as they make your instructions and request easier to understand. So research has shown that even a high five with no words of encouragement can build a child's confidence and gives a higher level of positive reinforcement than words can in some situations. See how simple that? A high five can give more positive reinforcement than words can. A high five is a simple yet powerful non-verbal form of encouragement. It communicates positive reinforcement and shows appreciation for a child's effort or accomplishment. To the child, a high five reinforces the idea that their actions are valued and recognised by others, making the child more willing to try new things and take on challenges. The physical touch of a high five can foster a sense of connection 
and camaraderie between the child and the person giving the gesture as it provides an immediate feedback to the child. This then reinforces that they are on the right track or have done something well. Unlike verbal praise, which can sometimes be delayed or overlooked, a high five is a direct and immediate way to acknowledge a child's efforts. High fives are inclusive and easily recognisable and can be used with children of all ages and abilities and even works with adults as well. They create a positive and a friendly atmosphere within a group setting, making every child feel like a valued member of the team or valued member of the lesson and class. Knowing and reading the body language of your swimmers is as important as knowing how to use your own body language to engage your swimmers. Your swimmers may not be able to tell you how they are feeling or if something is worrying them, but you can pick this up by recognising the subtle changes in your swimmers' body language and behaviour. This can take time to master, especially when the changes are really subtle. So you can start practising by observing your swimmers completing an easy activity, which they know well and then progress them to a more challenging activity and seeing what changes in their body language. So if a swimmer is fearful, they're going to show it in their eyes amongst other places. And when they do show it in their eyes, their pupils will dilate and their eyes will widen. Some of the other more subtle body language changes you can learn to detect are whether their breathing is slow or fast, if the skin on their face is getting darker or lighter, If their eyes are focused on the activity or darting around the facility. If they are fidgeting. If they are talking fast. If they are taking deep breaths or quick shallow breaths. Do they keep talking or asking questions? Are they trying to distract you? Do they move to the back of the line? Are they showing no emotion at all or look like they've shut down? Or lastly, are they crying? They're just some body language cues that you can learn to pick up which will help you see the difference in your swimmer and make quick adaptions to your learning so you know you can get your swimmer into a more comfortable environment or whether you need to push them that little bit more to get out of that comfort zone and keep trying something new. All right, the next topic we're going to talk about is comfort and confidence in the water. So being comfortable and confident in the water is a fundamental attribute of an exceptional swimming instructor. This quality not only promotes a self and effective learning environment, but it also instills trust and motivation in your swimmers. So a confident swimming instructor can manoeuvre around the pool without hesitation, knowing that they can be effective in any area of the pool under any circumstance. Swimmers will sense the instructor's competence and are more likely to trust their guidance, creating a strong swimmer-instructor relationship or rapport. Having strong communication skills is paramount to being a confident swimming instructor. Strong communication skills allow you to clearly communicate your requests and instructions through both verbal and non-verbal communication. Swimmers are more likely to trust and follow directions from someone who exudes confidence in their teachings. Confidence allows you as an instructor to establish and maintain control of your class and this ensures that your lessons run smoothly and your swimmers remain focused on what they're learning. In an event of an emergency, a confident instructor can respond calmly and efficiently. This reassures students and helps to prevent panic in critical situations. 
Competent instructor also empowers students by instilling a belief in their own abilities. This encouragement fosters a positive learning environment where students feel capable and motivated to progress. A confident instructor is more adaptable, recognising that students have a varying learning style and paces. They can modify their teaching approach to suit the individual's needs and different challenges they encounter during the lesson. Confidence enables swimming instructors to address these situations assertively and find effective solutions. When instructors are comfortable and confident, they create a relaxed and enjoyable atmosphere. This encourages your swimmers to be more engaged and enthusiastic about about learning to swim. These instructors who exude confidence become natural role models for their swimmers. They inspire a sense of aspiration and determination, motivating swimmers to improve their own skills. Being a confident swimming instructor means you're more likely to seek continual professional development and are more likely to attend workshops, training sessions and courses to enhance your teaching skills. Being comfortable and confident in the water is a cornerstone for exceptional swimming instruction. It not only ensures a safe and effective learning environment, but also inspires trust, motivation and skill progression in your swimmers. Confident instructor sets the stage for a positive and enriching swimming experience. Now, as we conclude this episode on safety and preparedness, it's evident that ensuring a secure environment is our duty as swimming instructors. By prioritising safety, you're not only safeguarding your swimmers' physical well-being, but also nurturing an atmosphere of trust and confidence. Remember your commitment to staying up to date with industry best practices holding valid qualifications and conducting pre-lesson assessments is what sets you apart as an exceptional swimming instructor. This dedication significantly increases the chances of positive outcomes in an emergency. Now, next month, we'll dive into another crucial aspect of teaching and our last aspect of teaching, which is professionalism. A professional swimming instructor not only earns respect from their swimmers, parents and colleagues, but also sets a very high standard for their learning environment. We hope you have thoroughly enjoyed this episode and please reach out to us with any questions or comments you may have as your feedback is greatly appreciated. So keep honing your safety protocols and never underestimate the impact of your vigilant supervision. Your efforts today lay the foundation for a lifelong love of swimming in your swimmers. Thank you for being part of the Aquatic PD podcast and don't forget to explore our in-depth courses at aquaticpd.com. 